Welcome to a not very fucking special episode of After Dinner Mates. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that either. Uh, Nolan here. And uh, this is Ken, a.k.a. T, a.k.a. Kenny T, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. T-Bone, a.k.a. <laughs> the Testosterone Monster. That's what I'm bringing that back. That's what that's my Testosterone Monster. The Testosterone Monster. You like that? I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I got that earlier today. I figure I clear it up because <laughs> I... Re- <laughs> I feel, uh, I think the last time I was on, uh, which, ooh, yeah, yeah, we did back-to-back guys. We did back-to-back yeah. episodes. And, like, I think I was referring to myself as T. Like, there was there was numerous references. Well, you wanted to, to avoid who, Ken because it sounded like Kevin. Who yeah, there was Ken and Kev. here at night because he's got to wake up early and he's got sand in his vagina. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you have issues. With I, we, go, we go fucking long, so. That's you true. Know, we t- That's we, true. We tend to fucking end a podcast session at two and still bull- bullshitting till five a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, and that is exactly what happened last time. Yeah, totally. I think I fell asleep somewhere around five thirty in the morning. Yeah, I think I fell asleep and. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> had some fucking conversation. Yeah, you were throwing ghost recall. punches. I, I, I don't, I don't quite recall the context of the discussion. Uh, but yeah, you weren't you weren't making much sense. I heard about it the next day, and it was something about we could all wash our thumbs together. That's right. Yeah, like thumb that. washing. There's video of it. That's available. I'm assuming somewhere. So uh, we wanted to we wanted to open up today by talking about drunken paranoia, which or, or not necessarily <laughs> drunken paranoia. It's a good follow up to last fucking exactly, episode, and that's where kind of what were very drunken and paranoid. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I feel like Kevin. All right, here's 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 the general deal. Where Kevin was definitively like paranoid within the drunk. You know what I mean? Okay. Like like the more drunk he got, the more paranoid he got. Like I I compliment the man on his fucking carrots, and he thinks <laughs> and he thinks I'm fucking running him down. Right. You know, like that that doesn't make any damn sense. Right. Right. right? With me, like I get drunk. Like uh, let's put it in perspective. Like. Uh, last podcast, like we did back to back ones, sure. And I, I don't know if that second one will ever see the light of day because I, f- I haven't even fucking touched the editing on that. <laughs> so who the fuck knows? I don't know. I, I, I wasn't drunk, and I have no recollection of what was said. It's like a fucking blur. <laughs> but over the course of about what five, four or five hours, yeah, I took a fifth of Jack to the head, minus the two, <laughs> minus the two drinks I gave to Kevin. Thank Christ, because if I had had them, I would have been. Fucking probably vomiting on your fucking prompt porch. I've never understood the expression to the head. To the head? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like where else would you take it? <laughs> where well, the fuck could, else would you put uh, a fifth of jack? Would you could you fucking You could take it up your ass. Would you fucking put a catheter in? There fucking, are people I actually know a kid recently who uh, attempted to kill himself by pouring a fifth of Jack Daniels. Wait, wait, who recently tried to kill himself by this? Correct, failed. Okay. He's a failure. Okay. Uh, recently tried to kill himself by pouring a fifth of Jack up his asshole. Was that a, a cry for help or a legitimate? Oh, it's hard to say. It right. was like a whole breakupy thing. So oh, could have been attention. Could yeah, have yeah. been actual. That's attention. You know what I mean? There, we, I feel like the the breakup suicide attempt is always the attention suicide attempt. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Um, and in this case, now that I'm revisiting it. Uh, I believe there was a previous scenario. A previous which, suicide scenario? Yeah, exactly. Did they like make a pact? No, no, regarding break like a breakup followed by 
you know, oh, like more than attempt. once that yeah, exactly. So this sure. is round two, but round two was a little more serious. Whereas in you know we got a little more dedicated. Like you know, I'm gonna dump a fucking bottle of fucking booze up my ass. How the fuck do you do you like? Bend over a fucking liberator and stick up your ass. Like, what do you fucking do? I don't know. I imagine, What's the scenario? I imagine here? you get into that kind of position. Like, if you were trying to suck, like, neither me nor you have the build to suck our own dicks. But if you were in that position, you know, like the self-flagellation, not flagellation. That's not the right word at all. <laughs> Self-flation. Self-flating. If you're in that self-filating pose, you know what I mean? The asshole up in the air. And then I think you just drop it in there like a water cooler, you know? That's a little fucking intense. Yeah. I don't feel like, is this a really flexible person? Uh, I don't I don't really know him I mean, that well. You would have to imagine <laughs> that he is fucking tremendous. He must do yoga. Yeah, oh, well, there's definitely <laughs> a possibility of yoga. I could see that. I could see the yoga. Where the fuck did this go? How the hell did I, we, we were get here? We were talking here? about fucking drunken paranoia, and now we're talking about how flexible this guy is. Oh, yeah. He does right. yoga, who shoves a fifth of jack of his asshole. Yeah, I don't know how, how exactly. We, oh, that's right. Taking it to the head. Right, right, Bam, right, right, There right. we go. Bringing yeah. it home. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, I drank a fifth of jack, and right. that's a decent amount of alcohol. And right. the, the, I'm more kind of disappointed in the fact that that's like, you know, that's like $25, $30 of booze that I just kind of wasted all in one evening that I could have been enjoyed. It wasn't wasted. Well. <laughs> I have the audio. Well, but, well but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and, uh, yeah, so look, Kevin has obvious paranoia as he drinks. The more yeah. he drinks, the more paranoid he gets, the more Very, self-critical. Yeah. Still a pleasant gentleman to be around, but more paranoid. Me, I'm fine. I'm like, I feel like I'm life of the party. Like, I'll be shit-faced drunk. And I feel like I'm the life of the party. I feel like I'm having a great time. Everybody loves me. And I, I know my inhibitions are down. Because when, like, I have little inhibitions to begin <laughs> to with. To begin with. <laughs> and then once I start drinking, I just keep running my fucking mouth. Like, and there's no right. fucking filter. None. And they, that There is, was no filter. Exactly. And that's, the, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, when you're drunk off your ass and you're throwing out more N-bombs than a skinhead rally, you know there's a fucking problem. <laughs> Yeah, it got a uh, it got pretty fucking hectic <laughs> in a couple <laughs> scenarios. But um, here's the thing: like, I'll, I'll I'll normal normal people would have been really fucking offended. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I guess there's a possibility. I mean, what do you mean by normal people? I'm well. Like, are you defining normal people as white folk? <laughs> it, I'm it, defining normal people as people who have a very high level of inf- inhibition and a high uh, proclivity towards political correctness. Of which I have none. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I probably have a deficit. You're in a room with four people who share that, you know, who although are very different people, share those fucking common traits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and it's like, it's pretty obvious. If you listen to the context, nobody's saying anything to be offensive. Right, right, right Yeah, right. we're literally having a discussion about these words and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and you, you guys have talked about it before as far as like, you know, the political correctness and stuff like that. And I do not abide by those rules whatsoever. Right. Anyway, that being said, I get drunk. I'm having a good time. I'm lit up. I feel like I'm having a great time with everybody. I feel like everybody likes me. I feel like I'm getting along with everybody. I've made new pals. I've made blood brothers. You know what I mean? Now I'm on a kill with these motherfuckers. Like I'm if I kill, if I happen to wind up with a dead hooker and I need to get rid of her, like I feel like I got three people I can call. But 
The next morning, this happens almost consistently. The next morning, right. I'll wake up and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm the biggest fucking." So it's not drunken paranoia. World. It's no, it's more drunker. It's post drunk. Yeah, it's drunker. Drunker paranoia yeah, as opposed that... to drunken paranoia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's drunk. It's like drunkard's paranoia. Whereas Kevin has drunken paranoia. Exactly, drunken paranoia versus drunker paranoia. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, it's like you know. Uh, like, oh, oh, perfect example. I think I actually sent you a text and I was like, oh, man, how'd that audio turn out? I need that usable. And you didn't get back to me for like three hours. Be- terrible return. Well, back. because whatever, your fucking Especially phone was fucking off. It doesn't matter. It, it truly doesn't matter why you didn't. I'm obsessed at that point with like, oh, man, I, <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up. My shit is ruined. That's it. That's it. Now, I thought I was having a good time, but apparently I'm a fucking asshole. I'm the biggest fucking asshole in the world, and nobody wants to talk to me now. Great, great, you miserable piece of shit. You know? And I, there's maybe a little exaggerated for comedy's sake, but not much. There, that kind of shit actually goes through my head. Yeah. And, uh, and it only happens when I get truly shit-faced. You know what right, I mean? Right, Which. right. Like the last time I remember feeling this way was uh, after I threw Joey Diaz off his set at, at fucking Helium Comedy Club in Philly. How do I fucking not know this story? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, this is evoking the same emotion when you asked me about the Petco story. Yeah, like, I have no idea. Do I not know this? <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I'm upset that I didn't know Joey Diaz was at Helium in a recent enough time frame that I could have fucking seen him. Oh, um, well, this isn't recent. This was this was like a couple of years ago. Yeah, still. Uh, but it is now that I think back on it, it's odd because it was like me, like you knew everybody that was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody that went, you know. And it was who was it? I think it was like Coco, fucking Ari Shafir, and Rogan. And how the fuck do I mi- at Helium? At Helium in Philly. Holy shit! Yeah, and you knew like everybody at our table. Okay. So All right. Some so. some reason you weren't there, and um, at some point, <laughs> now that I think about it, it's even kind of funnier because <laughs> the more I contemplate it. All right, I'll, let me let me paint a picture here. So the evening starts off kind of nice. There's a there's a table full of cunt like fucking frat boys next to us who I'm sure. getting I'm getting ready to fucking throttle. Like sure. I'm literally losing my shit. And the more I drink, the angrier I'm getting. Only with them. Right. And I literally at some point I tell the fucking waitress, I'm like, look, you need to get these fucking pricks out of here or something has got to fucking happen. Like right. th- this this situation needs to be eliminated or eliminated because these fucking jerk offs are just running their mouth like through the set. You know what I mean? Just being normal, obnoxious right. frat boy pricks. Being, yeah, yeah. And um, and they're eliminated. They're fine. I keep drinking. I'm flowing. I'm feeling good. And uh, Ari goes up. He leaves. And then Joey gets up. And I had never. I this is like the first time I'd ever been exposed to Joey Diaz. I don't even know. This may have actually been pre podcast. Now that I think about it, pre Rogan experience. But I'm not sure. Regardless, that's like he's been on for like six years on that podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when this was. But anyway, I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah this is ridiculously useless information to be discussing. Um, so, yeah, so this might have been pre-podcast. Well, we've been on for six weeks. We're totally fucking catching <laughs> up. And uh, so Joey's going through his whole bit, and I'm fucking loving him. And then at some point, he starts talking about, like, wet and boat and shit like that. And he's like, oh, you know, you know, motherfuckers, you ever drink, you know, you ever smoke a fucking joint dipped in formaldehyde? And, you know, hey, who, who has done that, you know? And I... Think, That's not a bad Joey Diaz. Oh, no? no? All right. And I think normally he doesn't get a response to that statement. Right. On this occasion, I was in the audience, and I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
literally in the middle of his set. He's like, he's like, come on, you motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. You know who fucking you smoking them fucking joints dipped in formaldehyde. And I'm like, yeah. And like literally, he freezes. He just fucking freezes on stage and is just looking around like, what the fuck just happened? And like, like, it, oh shit, there's another one. <laughs> exactly. And in the moment, I was like, oh. Uh, and he picked it up and like it all went on right anyway yeah i shit you not i still like to this day occasionally i'll be in the shower washing my hair for no fucking reason i'll think of that moment i'll be like oh (laughs) i gotta apologize to that motherfucker like i feel i still have like this like paranoid shit like if if like for some reason like there's no chance in hell this man would ever write he didn't even know who fucking said it yeah but i feel like if i if i saw him i would have to be like hey man uh you know you were fucking playing you know helium comedy club in philly one night and you were asking if anybody had ever smoked some joints dipped in formaldehyde you know and uh, i screamed out and threw your set off Sorry, like, what kind of fucking asshole would do that? But I feel like I need to do that. Uh, you probably don't. I mean, I'm sure it's not the only fucking time that something like that has happened. He fucking he attracts a a unique fucking bunch. Yeah, then that, that's true. But like, I felt like such a dick the next day when I woke up for some reason, and I always do that. Like the time I choked a girl, I felt the same way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you feel free to elaborate on that story. Uh, we kind of want, but uh. Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, this 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 one gets into a weird territory of like you know, anytime you're talking about men and women in a physical type scenario, sure, it can get weird. Oh, I know this story. Do you? Yeah, I definitely remember you telling me about this. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we still have to kind of get into it, regardless. Yeah, sure. Now that we brought it up, now but uh, brought now now that we're gonna leave everyone hanging. Yeah. So I was in, I was at like a, oh, what is it? I guess it would be a house party slash concert. In a right. row home in Trenton. Sure. Right? Because that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, it happens. A house show. It happens more often than you'd think. It yeah, I don't know if that's time. a common thing. Yeah, it but is. It's pretty. Not, no, I don't. It's less common in Trenton <laughs> than it used to be, but house shows used to what be. What I mean, really I'm, I'm playing to the national audience here. I don't know if that's common in Alabama. You know, This is true. Yeah, there you go. So we're at. Uh, it's we're common at, in cities. There you go. So I'm at, I'm at the show, and it's me and uh, my girl, and. I'm I'm in a little crowd of people. Everybody starts bullshitting back and forth about things. And there's it's like me, three guys, and some chick. And like every time I say something that she finds offensive, she starts punching me. Like right. Just literally punching on me. And every fucking time she Like hits, in a like, oh stop, like type attack. In a, in or a, like, a, no, I'm trying to punch you and show that I'm being aggressive. Yeah, kinda of. in the like the I'm a punk rock chick and like Sort of playful, but like a little too hard. Not like in the not not in like right, the girly like right. oh you stop oh right, silly right, right. silly guy you stop it. Sure. Not like that kind of like little slap. I don't know why my silly guy girl thing sounds like it. I it yeah. it drives the point. Yeah. So not that, but in more of like a Ugh, like oh, stop it. You know, right, like that right, kind of right. cunty little punch. And I keep telling him like, look, fucking don't put your hands on me. Right. Second time. Look, don't put your fucking hands on me. Third time. Fucking don't put your motherfucking hands. So finally, she fucking hits me again. And I don't like, like, I don't know about other people, but me, I don't like to be randomly struck. And I don't give a fuck what sex, gender, race, color, or creed you are. I'm with you. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and on this occasion, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little greased. The wheels are greased. And uh, I've already warned somebody four fucking times not to fucking come into physical contact with me. I'm from the school of thought that you don't fucking strike 
a woman, but you do strike a woman back. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you're fucking. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, it's you have to be, you know. And I'm not saying you fucking beat the shit out of a person. No, but at a certain point, if someone's being physically aggressive to you, it doesn't fucking matter. You need to fucking. Yeah, and these weren't like put an end to it. These weren't playful, like like we're saying, playful like coy taps. taps. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. she was trying to hurt me. She was trying to make a point because I offended her, right? You know, or act like a tough girl or something like that. Sure. And she got goon handed by the fucking neck. Is what happened basically. <laughs> I just I just grabbed her by the fucking head and uh like by you know I, I put my hand around her throat not in a choking manner sure but like you know the the Patrice O'Neill goon hand right and pulled her close and said how many fucking times do I have to fucking tell you not to fucking hit me before you fucking listen and then I fucking put her back down <laughs> and walked away and, and uh what go on go on oh, okay and I was gonna say and then uh. You know, that should, in theory, have been the end of it. Sure. But then she followed me around the whole rest of the evening. Like a like a kitten that just found its new owner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. To the point that it actually started making my girl a little more, like, territorially, you know. Sure. Questioning. Well, she, my girl was already jealous that I choked another girl. Right. You know? Right. Because that's the kind of broads I roll with. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's realistically what would I would what I would fucking expect from that scenario. What do you mean, meaning the uh... like the the following around afterwards? Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, you know, you're trying to fucking you're trying to show you're dominant. You're trying to show you're dominant. All of a sudden, you're fucking not, and now you're immediately subservient, and you want to fucking you want a dick in your mouth. Yeah, basically, that's, yeah. That's well, and then the guy she was with, with in loose quotes, was like all offended, you know, was like Mister Fucking Tough Guy from the Shadows, like all offended me- about the fucking grabbing, or all offended that she was following you around. Offended about the grabbing. Yeah, I don't even think he noticed the following around. Like he was the one that took offense. She was like. Little Miss cuddle up, you know, the rest of the evening. He took offense, was like, you know, mean mugging me from 30 feet away. Yeah, and I'm like, what course. the fuck's his problem? I literally didn't even know they were together. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's problem, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, yeah, drunkard paranoia. <laughs> yeah, so somehow we got on the choking bitches off of drunken paranoia. but Because uh, you said you felt bad about it the next day. Yeah, I didn't feel bad about that one. No, I think about it. You didn't feel bad about it. No, that, no, right? no. I don't, I, I don't think, I think there's... You, I think the only thing I may have felt bad about was just like the image I may have portrayed to others, which is very like kind of superficial. Yeah. It's not like actual guilt. It's just like. There's not a whole fucking lot that I feel guilty about at all. I mean, but, but there's a lot that I like, it's not that kind of thing. Like I never feel guilty about what I fucking say to somebody. I feel guilty about like putting someone out. Like I would never ask someone for a favor. (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i have a real hard time like with that too. ever i can't fucking like to the point where where my wife is like what the fuck is wrong with you because like i i can't fucking like i had to go to the hospital about two weeks ago because i couldn't fucking walk and uh <laughs> just a whole different fucking story but i'll just i'll leave it at that because it's boring i have i well fuck it i guess i gotta elaborate <laughs> now i have stress induced gout which or, is that's just the craziest it, it, yeah, mix of I'm things. Fucking thirty four and I shouldn't have gout at all, but I have I have stress induced gout where I start like I never had fucking stress related problems in my life until about like two maybe two years ago, probably not even that long ago. 
And then fucking out of nowhere, like I fucking, I've, I've had two panic attacks in which I went completely blind. Oh, really? Totally lost my fucking vision. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that one was on the Pulaski sky. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, so you, you're getting the, like the straight up like Tony Soprano like pass out. Oh, panic yeah, attacks. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I fucking it's it's no good. I've never fucking had it before, and I get stress induced gout. So I fucking get gout, and my kidneys go <gasps> and fucking spit fucking urine. <laughs> and you acid go blind all over my fucking all over all down my leg. It, they overproduce fucking uric acid, and then I can't fucking walk because my fucking joints explode. That sounds like fun. It's not, and it, so anyway, fucking uh, about two weeks ago, um, super fucking stressed, work bullshit. Fucking wake up in the morning, you know, 3 a.m. Fucking all of a sudden, I'm, I can't fucking sleep because I'm in excruciating pain. I fucking wake up. I can't walk. I try to fucking take a step out of bed. I fucking fall right out of bed. Um, so I, I call, you know, I have a meeting. It's a Wednesday. I have fucking Wednesday meetings at, at 10 a.m. every Wednesday. And I'm like, I'm going to be, you know, we got to do this over the phone because I go to the hospital. Fucking people I work with are like, fuck it, go to a... Go to the hospital. Go to the hospital. We'll yeah. fucking, you know, this shit can wait till tomorrow. I was like, all right. Um, so I call my wife and I'm like, I I can't drop the baby off at your mother's because I got to go to the hospital. Can she come pick her up? And she's like, why don't you just have your mother, my mother take you to the hospital because you can't walk. How are you going to drive? And I was like, no. And I fucking fought it for like two hours. I was like, I'm not letting someone fucking take me to the hospital. So she took me to, I let her take me to the fucking walk-in clinic. And I felt so, so unbelievably fucking ridden with guilt <laughs> <laughs> that someone did a thing yeah. for me, like, out of, like, genuine kindness. Like, whenever somebody's fucking nice and, like, genuinely doing something to help, I feel unbelievably fucking guilty. But I, like, I won't be... You know, uh, I, see, yeah. No? You take it into a different extreme that I'm used to. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I mean, I'll, I'm the same way, but for me, it's very self-centered in like, I don't want to owe you. That's a part. I don't know if that's a part of it, but like, I won't ask somebody to get me a fucking glass of water. That's silly. Like, I fucking won't. Yeah, that's just um, silly. I'll get up and fucking get it myself. And then half the time, I won't do that because I'll be like, well, I shouldn't be fucking taking their water. (laughs) (laughs) I just drank that fucking quarter of a cent of water over the past three hours. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm going to pour them at a house at home. But I don't fucking mind if... But, you know, the flip side of it is like, I get real pissed when people fucking ask me for shit. Anything, especially if it's something like... You know what it is? I don't like to fucking inconvenience anybody. Wait, wait. So you get pissed when people ask you for shit. Yeah. And you're the same man that told me not to pay for a fucking taco. That's not the same thing. How is that not the same thing? Like, all right. Like, how do I fucking explain this? Like, the other night I fucking had a fight with my wife. It wasn't really a fight. It was more like a you know 40 second fucking argument a tiff a tiff a tiff yeah we'll call it a tiff if i i will if i will (laughs) that is what i will you may you may i may we had a tiff because it was under a minute anything over a minute's an argument anything over five minutes a fight those are the parameters that i just Uh, fucking made up i like i like to decide that a fight is when intelligence has left an argument i think a fight is based on volume i base it on logic i base it on logic I, I, I feel like you have tiffs, right? And then you have Okay. We're we're going we're going off on a tangent here, but that's fine. All so right. you have tiffs and then you have 
argument, right? And in my sure. mind, an argument is a good thing. Arguments can resolve things, and with arguments, there's still right. there's still right, logic right, right. and shit like that. You know, yes. you're still flowing. It's a heated discussion. Exactly. As soon as logic has left, an argument is a discussion in which there is an escalated level of emotion. Yeah, but yeah. it's still logical. Yeah, exactly. And then logic leaves. You're a cunt. You're an asshole. You're a dick. You're a prick. Now it's a fight. If that's the case, I always have fights. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Any anytime you fight with someone who's not fucking male, you're having a fight. But um, there there's a argument to be made there. Not much of one. Um. Oh, I meant for what you're saying being correct. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um. Anyway, we had a, a tiff. Uh, because she asked me to get something, I was sitting down on the couch. She was sitting down on the other side of the couch, and she's like, "Hey, can you?" I don't even fucking remember what a baby monitor. She's like, "Can you get it?" I was like. Bitch, your fucking legs aren't broke. <laughs> We're sitting on the same fucking couch. Sure. It's over there. Go get it. Were you, were you planning on getting I up? I don't know. It's baby monitor fucking spray bottle. Spray the dogs. Dogs are fucking annoying her. So instead of like telling them to go lay down, or like she kept sure, yeah, to yeah. lay down, they kept getting up. She's like, get me a spray bottle. Fucking you go get you the spray bottle. Your legs ain't fuck. And, and I grew up that way. Like, oh, yeah. You know, if I was like, you know, sitting in the living room and I asked my parents to get something, it was fucking your legs aren't broke. Was the fucking mine? Mine was answer. the what do you have? Fucking polio? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you, why can't you fucking do it? I'm not, I'm not fucking here to serve you. Get up and fucking do it yourself if you want it. Yeah. It's not like, like you weren't already getting up, right? No, I was not. I was fucking in planning on not getting up. So fucking and but that's ingrained in my soul. Ingrained in my fucking soul is if you are capable of doing it and there is not a fucking really solid reason that you shouldn't be doing it, don't fucking ask someone All right. else to Well do what it. about what about she's walking into the kitchen, you need a refill of water, you won't ask her for a refill of water? I may ask in that. Situation. Yeah, see that's completely reasonable. Like but that's I'm different. in the other room. But it's also different with like, you know, that's my wife. I could fucking be like, hey, could you get Yeah, well, she's your property. So <laughs> she's kind of has to just. But like if I was like at fucking, you know, someone's house, like if they offer to get me something, then I'll, I may say yes. But if I want something, I will not fucking ask. You'll just sit there. I'll just sit there. You'll just sit there thirsty. Yeah. Really wanting a beverage. Not obeying my thirst. That is fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that's just I, a, yeah. I got I got a, nothing on it's that. It's a psychosis. I got nothing it's on that. Yeah, why wouldn't you just be like, have. "Yo, can I get a glass of water? Is I it cool if I grab a glass of water?" Yeah, like you can get it yourself. <laughs> exactly. That that's the depth. How, that is the level of depth depth the of this transaction. Here? Oh Jesus know, Christ! Oh, so yeah, so like, my mother in law drives me to the fucking <laughs> clinic and brings me back hospital to arguments and to tips. and I'm like, I'm feeling fucking terrible, and then she's downstairs and fucking. I don't even remember what happened. Dog fucking knocked something over something, and I hear her clean it up. And I'm, like, standing up here trying to fucking, you know, put a shoe over my fucking swollen foot so I could go to the hospital. And the fact that I know she's cleaning something up downstairs is, like, tormenting me because someone <laughs> else is cleaning my fucking house. And I'm, like, contemplating fucking suicide in my fucking bathroom yeah, because th- someone's doing something I fucking... Think maybe this has been taken to an extreme. Nice for me. I wasn't really contemplating suicide. No, no. Yeah. But fucking... Yeah, dude. I don't fucking... 
I it really fucking bugs me when people like help me with shit. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain level, like I was saying, that I can understand, like when it comes to, uh, you know, feeling like you need to owe somebody or something like that. Like that's my big thing is like I don't want, like I feel like all right, like hey, I'm moving, you know, and I don't want to be like ask anybody if they'll help me move because right. then I feel like if they go to move. They're going to want to ask, ask me, and I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? It becomes that, like, you know, just social commodity, basically. Yeah. I've asked people to help me move because I don't have fucking other option. I, for some reason, I don't feel as bad about doing that. But uh, How do you not feel? So a fucking glass of water is a goddamn nightmare, but having somebody move every fucking personal belonging you own, is that's perfectly fine. Because generally when I have to move, it's an emergent situation. <laughs> so. Uh, unlike when you can't walk. <laughs> All right. I, I think you may have pigeonholed yourself. I don't have a counterpoint there. The, the last, the, so the last two times that I, I hired movers a couple times, but the two times, I've only asked people to help me move twice, but both times that I asked someone to help me move, it was like I needed to get out of the place that I was living fucking immediately and I didn't have time to call and schedule movers. Sure. It was like Yeah, a, we need we need to go in a da- hurry. A dangerous situation. <laughs> you need to fucking leave town. for others or <laughs> Yeah, I needed to leave town in both of those fucking scenarios. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I need you to help me move. And in one of those fucking scenarios, the the landlord showed up in the middle of me moving out and didn't know I was fucking moving. Mm. It was uh it was interesting. How did that work out? Uh well the landlord had a bodyguard. Uh, uh, wait, what? So uh, wait, I'm sorry. Who who the fuck were you renting this fucking house from? Uh it was on Ellis Street in Trenton. And he just walked around with a bodyguard. She walked she, around oh. with a bodyguard because she was uh, you know, that part of town's a lot of Eastern European <laughs> mafia type related, yeah, Russia mobbed up bullshit, yeah, yeah sure. Um, so her and her husband owned like a bunch, like five of the houses. Oh, the I got rock, like all of them fucking next to each other. And her and her husband split up, and she won the houses in the divorce. And then the husband put a hit out on her, so she had walked around with, she kept a fucking bodyguard. Um, fucking Russian mob is crazy as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- those motherfuckers are absolutely insane. Yeah, I know. I uh, I got a segue here real quick. I know yeah. a dude who was working at a place run by Russian mob. The woman who ran the joint, while interviewing him, jacked off her dog on the couch. Was like, oh wait, look, wait, wait. yeah, yeah. What? Yes. So middle middle of a job interview, he's talking to her about shit that needs to get done. She's petting the dog next to her, starts fucking cranking him off, being like, "Oh, look, he liked this. He's you know, I don't. Why did I go Asian with that? Well, I don't because that's who you would expect to jerk off a dog. <laughs> it's well known Asians are dog jerkers. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, she just starts cranking. She's like, "Oh, he likes this. You know, he this does what he does. He, he he we do this all the time. He is good. He is good boy. He, he likes this. Uh, no." <laughs> There's something fucking wrong there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just had to, you know, it, it, it felt like a good, a good, good segue. I had, to, I had to throw that in there. That's so. What the fuck do you do with the dog come when you're done? I, uh, yeah. I mean, I get depends on how much of a go getter she is, right? All right. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So we're fucking putting couches in the back of a truck, and she fucking shows up, 
And he's like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm moving. <laughs> Sorry. Moose and squirrel. So my fucking, uh, my one friend's helped me move. My other friend is fucking, at the time, uh, dealing with some personal issues. And it was like 9 a.m. I'm packing a fucking truck full of shit. And he came over to help. But really, he was like plastered off his ass sitting on my porch. Sweet. And he kept fucking waving to her security guard. <laughs> like saying like, hi. hi. Yeah. To which he got the security guard got real fucking offended by for some reason and started shit. And I wound up punking out her fucking armed guard. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Yeah. Oh, like he was carrying too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you remember fucking uh, my friend Justin, who was at your house once. Sure. Um, is a fucking, is a giant human being. And then fucking <laughs> me and him, you know, he was fucking saying something to my one boy. And then I was like, dude, you need to fucking relax. And he kind of looked at me like, what? And then fucking Justin came out of the truck was like, what's going on? And I was like, dude, I'm fucking telling you, you need to fucking go home. And he totally fucking he totally fucking shrunk, and I was like, dude, if he just backed down the fucking two unarmed white kids, yeah, what the then fuck? What the fuck's he gonna do to your Russian mob? He's no good. Ex-husband. Yeah, this, this is guy's this is, no good to you. You're wasting money on yeah, this man. Yeah, you fucking you've not fucking used your money wisely here. But you may want to uh, better vet your security personnel. Yeah, but uh, I had the fucking you know I'm th- that house was like fucking falling apart, and I refused to fucking pay rent there. Until she fixed all the shit. Like, it got to a point where, it, like, fucking the, the door was broken and she replaced it with a closet door instead of a fucking front door. <laughs> it fucking, the back door had like a, a three and a half inch gap between the bottom and things. So, like, I'm spending ridiculous money on heat and there's a fucking draft coming in. The gas didn't work fucking half the time. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. The gas didn't work half the time? Yeah, the gas Where the fuck was it going? I don't fucking know. How Probably does the gas the just house. magically stop working? I have no fucking idea. Oof. Um,. <clears throat> It, yeah, it was, it was, there was, there was a lot, you know, a lot of other shit going on. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm not fucking, I'm not paying rent in this house until you fucking fix this shit. So three, three months goes by and she's like, you know, I, you know, I don't think you understand that, you know, you're going to pay the rent. And by, I was like, bitch, I'm fucking not. <laughs> you're, you're a slumlord. You know, I didn't fucking move you. When I moved into this place, you committed that you were going to fix all this shit and you fucking didn't. And I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not fucking paying rent for a house that you're not fucking maintaining. And uh, she showed up with a fucking armed guard to try to get. I, I still fucking. She was like, well, you're going to pay me, right? And I was like, yeah, sure. I never fucking talked to her again. Yeah, sounds about right. I just uh, I don't go down fucking North Olden very much anymore. Well, uh, speaking of gas. Related, I actually had an old apartment where the pilot light would keep going out on the stove. Right. Yeah, that was fun. And I remember, yeah, yeah, one night I was like, I'm like, man, I'm fucking, I'm feeling really sleepy. It's like, you know, 7 p.m. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm just abnormally fucking tired. Go to bed. Wake up, thank fucking Christ, in the morning. And the whole fucking place is just filled with gas. Holy shit. Yeah, it just filled with gas. I, I don't know how me and my girlfriend at the time didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh eh, just more slumlord bullshit. Yeah. That place actually had a knife switch next to the Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, it's fun. So there was two glass fuses and then next to the glass fuses was like a fucking old school electric chair knife switch to cut the main power. Yeah. And I had to buy like fucking 
elbow high electrician gloves to change fuses because if I didn't, the fucking electricity would arc from the main to the fucking board while you were changing the fuses. Cause oh, it didn't matter if the main was on or off. It was right. still fucking lit no matter what. Half of this house is fucking knob and tube electricity. And I got awesome. all that shit out. Yeah. It's going to cost fucking... A lot of money. A lot of fucking I'm surprised money. you were able to get fucking insurance on it's, this. It's, it's approved. That's crazy. It's in good condition. I just don't fucking trust it. No, why would you? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you literally have just open live wires with fucking, you know, porcelain fucking knobs. Yeah, I could go downstairs everywhere. and fucking reach up and touch my basement ceiling and die. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Which is, you know, probably how it'll happen now that I said it. Yeah, it's it's definitely not the safest of environments from a you know, both fire and personal safety. Well also we live in the fucking flood zone, so there's a potential for fucking splashing into the electricity. Woo! Good times. Between the canal and the river, fucking it's the best place you know to what? live. Speaking speaking of water, we we've had fucking rain for like what, about a week straight now, right? Yeah. It's just kind of miserable fucking wet bullshit cold water. I have developed such a fucking pet peeve of seeing fucking grown fucking men running in the rain, like leaving a fucking supermarket and then darting to their car like they're going to fucking melt, like they're a little fucking princess, like their makeup's going to fucking run. And every fucking time I see this, I want to cave somebody's motherfucking head in. Do you know if you run through the rain, you actually get wetter than I saw that episode slowly? of Mythbusters myself. <laughs> yes. Was that Mythbusters? Yeah, Mythbusters did that. Yeah. I didn't even know they talked about it. Yeah, and they broke it down. Like, if you run, you're actually encountering more water. Which makes sense. Like, think about it when you're driving in your car. You stop at a light. You don't have to use your wipers right. nearly as much as you do when you're driving. Totally. You fucking turn them back one or two. Yeah, because you're horizontally hitting the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I fucking, I see grown fucking men. And I don't know why. Like, where is the, like, I don't have that instinct in me. Like, I get done. Like, I walk outside. It's raining. I'm like, oh, okay. It's fucking water. It's raining. I'm going to walk to my fucking car now and get in like a normal fucking human being. Right. And meanwhile, the guy fucking three cars over is dashing, you know what I mean, with a fucking newspaper over his head. Like, his fucking vagina is going to fill. Bill Burr has a bit about that. Oh, does he? About fucking uh, the what are you a fag bit. No, he, no, no. Really? He, no, uh, no, I'm not familiar with it. It's fucking classic. He, it's like, he's like, what are you a fag is what motivates like most men. And, you know, and then they have a fucking heart attack when they're in their 50s. He's like, because they're growing up, everything is like, oh, what are you a fag? What are you a fag? <laughs> he's like, you know, you're walking with your friends in the rain. You bring an umbrella. You're like, oh, you need an umbrella? What are you a fag? Put your fucking shoulders up. It's yeah, fucking, yeah. Well, awesome. I mean. Basically, I refuse to use umbrellas. I don't use umbrellas. Exactly, I no. Fucking Chelsea gets mad at me all the time because she'll be like, hold the um, get under your umbrella. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going to happen? Well, we're under the umbrella. Cool. <laughs> fucking, I'm not, I'm not going to melt. Yeah, to me, it's I'm like. not made of sugar. Exactly. Yeah, you're not the fucking Wicked Witch of the West. You'll be fucking fine. I'm fucking, I'm fueled on fucking bacon coffee and white rage. I ain't going to fucking, <laughs> or white, white hot rage, I should fucking say. I'm not going to fucking melt in the rain. I love the white, white rage. rage. What a fucking slip. That wasn't even a Freudian slip. That was a fucking thing I said the other day. And someone was like, why is it going to be white rage? Because it's a fucking obvious joke. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Dude, I'm fucking. I am seriously <laughs> fucking angry. Why are we getting all quietly? <laughs> Dude, I I can't even fucking put into words how for like the past week and a half I've had this knot of hate in my fucking chest. 
Well, you made about the angriest. I mean, we 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 uh, before the podcast, we we ate, ate some dinner, and I had some fucking delicious steak, and <laughs> and uh, I've actually I've always hated fucking spaghetti squash, but I actually this was delicious, you know, with a nice fucking pepper sauce, very good, very good, and uh, it was about the angriest cooking I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> really? Yeah, it, it was seemed efficient. oddly aggressive. It may be efficient. But it seemed to have an unnecessary level of <laughs> angst involved in the cooking. What, what seemed to be angry about? I don't know. General, general, uh, what am I looking for here? The overall feeling of it. You know what I mean? It felt like, it felt like an angry kitchen. There was a vibe of anger <laughs> I mean, being put out. In the, like, it, you know, some people bake with love, you know? And you apparently cook with cook hate. With- I spent the last fucking three days uh, fixing a lot of problems in my professional kitchens, and I think that just fucking carried over. I could see that. But I was in, like, super efficient kitchen mode. But, yeah, dude, I'm, like, the other day, somebody fucking called me, and it was the wrong number. And whoever it was, first of all, I have, like, I have a couple phone numbers. A couple of them go to the same phone. Some of them don't. When you say that, it's like you're running drugs or something. (laughs) It's like, yeah, man, you know, I mean, I got my main number, then I got a bunch of burners. I, well, I do. I have a burner number so that people from work can't fucking call me and bother me. So somebody calls me on this one burner number, and it, no, literally nobody has this. This number only exists so that if I call somebody from my personal phone, that they don't have that number and can't fucking call me back on it. Yeah, I got you. Because like, it changes the number like every like week or something. Um, so somebody calls me on this number and I'm like, well, this is the wrong number because fucking nobody even knows this number exists. And I answer the phone. This guy's like, he's like, you took my dog. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) wait, wait, that was the opening. The opening, like the, the, like the hello. The opening was, was you took my dog. The opening was, this is your neighbor. And I was like, what, what? It's, it's not. Not my, you're not my neighbor. Um, and I was like, I, I think you have the wrong number. And he's like, No, I don't. Don't play stupid with me. Your daughter took my dog. And I was like, My daughter's two. <laughs> um, you are calling me from an out of state number. You're calling the wrong guy. That's we would assume at this point. Yeah. Don't play stupid with me. Your daughter took my... Th- and I just like... Are you sure this wasn't a prank phone call? It wasn't. Nobody has this number. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, but you could prank just random calls. Yeah, I guess you could fucking prank random calls. But this was like... This was clearly the voice of a of foreign... A, of, of an a actual f- irritated person. Too. Irritated foreign adult that I'm doing a terrible job with their accent. And after I corrected them about having the wrong number three times, this just fucking switch went off in my heart. And I told them to give me their address because even though I'm not their neighbor, I'm going to come find them and stab them until they stop struggling. <laughs> and Dude, I fucking, I swear, I like, I was fucking shaking and I had a fucking adrenaline dump. Just and then, full like, of white rage. I, dude, I'm at work when this fucking happened. <laughs> and I, I went outside to fucking take this phone call because I'm sitting, I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm like, I'm going to scream at this motherfucker and I can't scream at this person in front of a bunch of customers in the dining room. So I go outside, I walk like, 20 yards away and then I fucking rip into him on the phone and then he fucking hangs up on me and then I went back in and I had this total fucking adrenaline dump and I was like I gotta calm the fuck down 
This was like, like I could feel my fucking heart going like, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. fucking, I'm, I, I, fucking, I was past this shit for years, but I'm having serious fucking anger issues right. This now. is all. Is this work related currently? I fucking, I have to think it is. Yeah. Because there's nothing else in my life that's fucking aggravating me so much. But like, I've gone back into like my 17 year old I'm gonna fucking smash your face with a brick type of rage that yeah I that's a bad that's a bad fucking, environment I've not fucking it's not the good. felt this way in at least 15 years yeah that's not the psychological headspace you really want to be in yeah but I'm I'm getting there pretty fucking frequently <laughs> right now it's probably not a good thing like on a regular basis and fucking Chelsea calls me out on it last night I was like I told her about it I was like I gotta fucking relax and she was like could you look me in the eye and tell me there's not a part of you that isn't like thrilled to death to be that fucking angry and like ready to kill somebody. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I can't. I like, I'm fucking getting into a space where I'm a little worried about what I might fucking do. To like, somebody. like you're too, too comfortable in the rage. Yeah. Yeah. For your own good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, uh, I feel like, I feel like I'm the fucking phoenix and I'm going to set somebody to fuck on fire. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I cannot be stopped. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, it's probably not a good place to be in. Yeah, you but You might want to work that out. I don't know what the fuck. I got to. Yeah, yeah, do some push-ups, walk it off. Fucking start smoking fucking weed or something. I don't think. I don't know. You don't strike me as the weed type. No, probably not. No. Probably more that type than the fucking drinking type because I would be a fucking angry. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. Angry fucking I feel like drunk. you would be an angry drunk. I would be either that or a fucking really depressed drunk. I would. I'd that would be funnier. Angry. That, that would be, be funnier. funnier. Yeah, like angry drunk, I feel like would be more expected. But if you got drunk and then just started crying about your feelings. I get weird. That would be hilarious. I get weirdly sad when I'm narcoleptic sometimes. I get really upset about shit. The other night, I told Chelsea that I was upset because I'm a terrible father. And she was like, what are you talking about? No, you're not. She's like, your kid loves you. And I was like, yeah, but I fill her pockies. Pockies. <laughs> you fill her pockies. It's like, I fill her but I, But I fucking take and her she's sweet like, Japanese she's, treats and she, I fill them. She's like, you're not, you're not crying, but you're like speaking like you're crying. So I was like, <laughs> I'm doing an impression of something I didn't hear, by the way. Sure. I was like, but I'm always filling her pants up with Reese's cups so that they melt in her pockets. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> you were like legitimately upset about this scenario that never fucking happened. That at is all. a very dickish thing to do. I like, will say that. Self-deprecating about something you never fucking did. Have you ever shoved random Reese cups or pieces God, into people's pockets like to have to. them melt? I'd like to now. It, that it's I a fucked up. Yeah, that is a fucked up prank. You just waiting in line at the bank and just slide a fucking Reese cup in the back of somebody's pocket, let that some bitch melt down. You know what I mean? Because like, think about it. They're gonna be standing there. They probably won't notice it. So when it was a loose pocket, It'd yeah, be fucking great. Yeah, It'd right. Be fucking fantastic. Well, and they'll you heat imagine it up? the body heat will heat it up, and then you like sit down in your car, and it just squishes in. It fucking looks like you shit yourself. Oh my god, you just reek of peanut butter. It'd be fucking great if it made like the seven o'clock news. And there's a video to, like, they go back to the fucking bank. There's a video tape of you on surveillance. The security tape of you sliding a fucking Reese cup into someone's back pocket. Sliding candy in someone's fucking yeah, sure, pocket. Yeah, sure, why not? Especially if the person in line in front of you happens to notice that you're fucking opening a, bag, a fucking Reese's bag. Like you're fucking munching a peanut butter cup. And the other one's and about just, to go in their ass crack. I feel like you got to look at it. You got to, like, stop, pause for a second. 
look at the cup and be like, and like look at the pocket, look at the cup, and then give like a little shoulder stroke, and then just slide it in. You have to fucking look right at the security guard as you're doing it though. So it's like fucking sly, and now he's in it with you. Yeah. So he can't fucking say anything. Give about a little, it. give a little thumbs up to the security camera when you're done. <laughs> Hey, look what I just did. You have no idea how motivated I am to fucking oh, this, do this. This right has to now. happen. This is something I have. Yeah, to I do. really want to see the video of this now. Oh, fuck me. Re- uh, well, rewinding back to wrong numbers, I, I used to, well, I, I still do. I have a number where I have the area code and then the exchange and then the main number, right? Right. Oh, I guess everybody has that. I don't know why I'm specifying that. Like my fucking number is special. <laughs> but my exchange. I'm surprised that you know what an exchange is. No one knows what the fuck that is. What, what do you mean? I've brought that up and people are like, well, what the fuck is an exchange? I'm like, it's, in, it's three digits after the area code. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fucking 609890. What do you call it? The numbers? 583, five, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, fucking. everybody knows like area code, yeah. right? So why wouldn't you know exchange? It's, people, that's just, people it's what know. it's called. If you If we go survey... Two people in this house, <laughs> they'll both say they don't know what it is. So anyway, my exchange is the same as an area code in like, so I have a New Jersey number, right? Yeah. And my exchange, the three digits after the area code is the same as an area code in PA. Okay. Right. So every fucking jerk off that tries to call PA without dialing a one before the area code. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then dials those three the 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 three digit fucking um, area code. They think like so they think they're doing like all right. So the, yeah, the yeah. numbers so the number six one zero right. And yeah. in Jersey you don't have to dial like you don't have to use the in Jersey you don't have to use the fucking area code to dial with it yeah, right. Sure. So yeah, instead of so instead of them doing the one right, they just do like you know six one zero. You know, my four fucking numbers, and then there's a hundred fucking numbers they could fucking dial. Right. Right? And they all get me. Right, right, right. So I get the fucking most ridiculous amount of fucking random fucking missed fucking – oh, my God. I'm fucking fumbling over my own fucking mouth here like a goddamn cunt, you fucking miserable piece of shit. Get your fucking act together, you cocksucking asshole. Anyway. I get the fucking most ridiculous amount of wrong fucking numbers, sure. right? And uh, I had one, this obvious fucking drunk girl who calls me up and I'm like, yeah, I think you got the wrong number. And she's like, why are you being like this? And I'm like, no, no, you have the wrong number. And she's like, I don't, I don't understand why you're being like this. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to run with it. I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I was over there the other night, bitch, and you were just, you weren't, you weren't doing it for me. And she's like, but what? I thought things were going well. I'm like, you know, I just don't have time. I don't have time for this fucking bullshit anymore. You know, you like, I thought we had something going on, but obviously you want to fucking play games. Go fuck yourself. And she's like, what? And I hung up on her. Right. 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 She calls back and she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I, I, how many times do we have to have this fucking conversation? Like, you know, like, yeah, things were good. I got what I wanted. You know, I got that taste and now I'm done. So fuck off. Like, I'm sick of this. She's like, are you with your friends? And I'm like, no, I'm not with my friends. Do I, why do I have to be with my friends? Because I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. Like, we had a thing. I got up in that ass and now we're fucking done. I got up in that ass. <laughs> And she's fucking like losing her shit. And I don't know. Like, and then I hung up again. She never called back. But at some point, this had to have worked its way out, right? And right. I, I wish I knew what the end result of that phone call was. Do you know what I mean? Because like 
I just, I would just kind of, uh, I'm an opportunist in that sense. Like I just, it, it came to me, you know, I gave her like one or two chances of backing gift. out. It's yeah. Little, and then I just started fucking with her. A little gift from the universe. Yeah, exactly. Well, there was like, there was another time where uh, I got, oh, this one maybe a little more fucked up, where it sounded like it was probably an elderly woman who was calling up and she was like, hi, is Tom there? And I'm like, oh, nah, nah, like uh, uh, Tom, Tom, Tom's not here. And she's like, oh, oh. Well, where, where, where's 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 Tom? Where, where where's he? At? I'm like, oh, we, you know, we 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 don't we don't really know. She's like, what? I don't I don't understand. Like, like is is like is Susan there? And I was like, no, Su- Susan Susan took off because she's trying to figure out what happened. We 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 think we think he might have went to like Arizona, but but we're not quite sure. Oh, oh my God! I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I just called the other day and everything was okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I'm watching the kids right now, and uh, and and you know, she she's trying to find them, but um, but we we think he just might have run off. Uh, you know, you know, I I really I I gotta let you go because I I kind of have to you know leave the phone line open in case something happens. Right. Oh, of course, of course, of course. I'm sorry. I, I, I'll call back later. And you never heard from her again? No, no, no. I just let it go like that. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's probably a little too mean. I heard this thing on the fucking radio about this guy who was getting business calls from this office, and he was like, kept getting included on this executive conference call. So mm-hmm. he just totally fucking faked it for like two <laughs> months, and then eventually they caught on and fucking called him out on it, and he was just like. Yeah, you guys kept calling me. Like, how fucking mad can you be about this? Yeah, he and he was like making decisions for this fucking holy like, shit small like mid level company. He was like on there helping make decisions and shit. And they were like, "Who the fuck is this?" And he wouldn't admit who he was. But he went on the show and fucking talked about it. It was pretty. Funny. Yeah, why not? Right? I mean, I like, would fucking do it. I could fake my way through any boardroom meeting. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, I've been through enough corporate meetings. There's so much just yeah, not dude. random bullshit just nonsense. Jargon and horseshit and fuck yeah. I can fuck well, there's it. always, I mean, every big like corporate meeting you're in, there's always like four dipshits in there who fucking just know nothing and talk out their ass and just say a bunch of meaningless nonsense that has no bearing on anything. Dude, it's, it's fucking. Most people in. Mo- I'm fucking I'm making paint with way too broad of a brush there's a lot of fucking people especially in my industry that are there because it's cool to fucking say you own a restaurant it's cooler to say you own a restaurant company and you know people think it's an incredibly high risk business but people really do believe anybody can do it which is the furthest thing from the fucking no, truth. No, running, running a restaurant is incredibly not fun fucking difficult. And yeah, it's exactly. dude. I love it. It's fucking. It's fun. You know, if you're good at it and you're effective at I it, I could see that. But um, people believe anybody can. Do, I mean, that's why fucking so many people open restaurants and they go to business because people really think like, oh, it's just not that hard. Just fucking cooking. No, it isn't. Um, but Shocker. people, people who have zero fucking business sense get into it on a regular fucking basis, and you know, I've. I've worked for at least three different companies where the people at the top have either zero, actually, no, not either, where the people (laughs) at the top, you know, either because they're an owner of a franchisee or because they've started their own brand, literally have zero fucking experience in the industry and worse, have zero fucking knowledge and worse, 
you know, as if that's not enough to fucking compound on that. They they have no business acumen on top of it, but then the, it's, you know, be, they get into it because it's an ego thing. Like, oh, I, I run a restaurant, you know, I own a restaurant. So fucking they get into it and so they can puff their chest and impress their friends with fucking run the restaurant. And they would rather fucking win an argument with you and be right and fucking let the business fail then they would fucking listen to people who know more, you know, so they'll sure. hire someone like me in my position to run like, you know, 50 fucking restaurants and then not listen to a word you fucking say and then not wonder and then fucking wonder why shit isn't going the way they fucking want it to. It's just fucking, it's the, it's an industry riddled with people with too much money fucking buying, starting businesses that they have no business fucking being involved. With. Yeah. Too much money, not enough experience and like just, Essentially trying to throw money at something to try to make it succeed where... Yeah, it's just fucking, you know, it's a bragging right. Yeah, I could see that. But, yeah. But, um, well, uh, I feel like I may, like, I'm going to have to fucking cut this short here because I've got some sort of migraine going on and I don't want to throw up on the fucking mic right now. But uh, I feel like I may have been a little too PC on this podcast, so I'm just going to go out on a little thing. The other night I was talking to my girl and I had an idea and I wanted to... Do an eBay listing for an antique abortion tool and just sell a fucking bent up coat hanger. <laughs> and just see how far, like, the, if, 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 A, if it doesn't get taken down, B, like, how much can I sell a coat hanger for if I listed it as an antique abortion tool? How have you actually looked into if that's a thing? I mean, it's got to be what do you thing. Mean, what's like a, thing? a like a fucking old abortion tool. Like, there's got to be a tool that was actually used for that at an earlier point in time. Oh, oh, I mean, there are there are plenty of. I mean, uh, it, to those who don't know, which is probably everybody listening, I collect all kinds of crazy old. How medical fucking unsafe? Like, what what do, what is that? And how oh, fucking there unsafe are, are is all it? kinds of crazy things. Like, there. I mean, you have like you know, uh, well, uh, there there's like the more mundane stuff where there was like penny royalty you know like that was used as a fucking like uh abortion tool there was a there's a lot a lot a lot of the old medications were actually uh marketed as um regulating your flow so like you know oh like your monthly period's off take this and you'll get your monthly period back Right, you know what I mean? They like slide it in there, like because they couldn't just say like, "Hey, take this to kill your fucking baby." That's in the eighteen nineties. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So it would all be like, "Hey, take this to you know help your monthly you know cycle." But it was like a hush hush type of thing. Exactly. Was it like you know we know what you're really doing? Uh, I mean, I'm sure like those in the know, like it's probably one of the things where like all the women knew or most of the women knew, but probably guys then would be my assumption, you know? Sure. It was probably one of those like, you know, we're keeping it on the hush, you know? Uh, but like, as far as like devices go, yeah, there are some crazy fucking shit out there that they would use. One of the, one of the, one of the nastiest is uh, the cranial clast. I explained. Yeah. Which sounds like it just has an ominous type name, you know? Yeah. And basically what it was is like the, the earliest ones basically look like, like, all right, it would be a two-part. So imagine like a giant pair of scissors, like salad tongs, right? Yeah. But instead of like having a fork on one side and a spoon on another, right? You have two spoons, right? But the spoons are both bent the same way. 
Does that make sense? Yes. And then one would have, like, say, uh, say if you, you know if you were holding like a giant pair of scissors in one in, in your like hand, right? It's like a fancy right? wine opener. So well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So like on your left hand, right? Like on the left side, right? There'd be the spoon, right? And it would just be a big spoon, and then it would have all these like metal spikes in it. And then on the right side of the scissor spoon would be holes where the spikes could go through. So it's like nesting spoons with oh. spikes and holes. Yeah. And then um, you can probably imagine where this is going. It's called a cranial clast. And then you just kind of oh, shove it up in there, fuck. grab a baby head, and just crunch. And then yank the baby out by its crushed head. I'm actually fucking horrified <laughs> it's not pretty holy shit it takes a lot dude holy <laughs> fucking shit how fucking unsafe was like fucking medicine in general it's fucking surgery oh my god yeah like yeah. i couldn't fucking like i not that i would ever fucking be able to relate to like being a woman and fucking wanting an abortion in any fucking circumstance sure, at sure. all because I just don't even fucking have that capability. So, uh, but fucking, I can't imagine being like a woman in the fucking 1850s and being like, let's get rid of it. <laughs> just yeah, fucking running the risk of the fucking side effects of some Oh my fucking, God, or just death. I mean, you could yeah, easily die trying to get rid of this baby. wind up getting fucking... Not tendonitis. <laughs> What's it fucking called? <laughs> fucking. Uh, fucking. Oh my god! I had to go get an abortion last week, and now my elbow is fucking sore as hell. It's the fucking damnedest <laughs> thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Tetanus. Is it? Tetanus. Tetanus. Yes. Yeah, thank you. you. Yeah, tendonitis. Yeah, yeah. I almost fucking said tuberculosis. <laughs> that might be fucking accurate, though. For all I fucking know. You probably have a better. You would definitely have a better chance of getting tuberculosis than ten, than tendonitis. Yeah. 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 Tuberculosis is actually a possible chance. Holy shit. But anyway, so yeah, I thought you know antique abortion tool. Let's throw a fucking coat hanger up on eBay. I, I fucking say try it. Yeah. I don't know. I could. I might have to like create a whole new account because I can't imagine. You're gonna fancy gonna... it up. You're gonna like twist it into a spiral so it's like the handle. I don't know. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know you got to bend the bottom. You know, you leave the the classic hook top, right? Because I met. I mean, I've never done an abortion with a coat hanger. <laughs> maybe maybe that it might come as a shock to some people. Uh, but I always assumed that it's like the hook part that you normally standardly have would be the part sure. you'd be using as like you know the fishing loop. Oh fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, it's fucking gross as fuck. All right, all right. On that on, note, yeah, sleep we're well. Gonna, we're gonna end on that and uh, short one today, but fucking yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> all right, <laughs> later. later.